Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is James Cavalier. I am the associate and the youth pastor here at Rhythm Church. We are so excited to have you with us wherever you are uh, watching or streaming this content. Thanks so much for, for tuning in. We believe that God has uh, something to say to you today, wherever you're at, that he wants to reach you and speak to you. Um, and so we're excited that you are, are joining us today. Uh, we want to let you know a couple of things about uh, go, that are going on here at Rhythm uh, before we get into the message today. And First is our, is our Christmas market um, that's coming up in December. We're going to be setting up a little storefront here uh, at Rhythm uh, to allow families to come and, and shop for free. And the way that we're going to do that is through your generosity. We're going to be taking donations uh, for toys um, from toddlers all the way up to teenagers. Uh, we're gonna be, we have jackets, and, and we're going to be giving away groceries and just try to bless families in our community that are in need uh, this season. And so we would love for you to be a part of that. You can give uh, towards it on online at MyRhythmChurch.com and our community outreach fund. Or if you want to volunteer at the event um, and you feel safe, you're ready to come and, and be around some people, we would love to have you do that. You can sign up to do that online as well. And so uh, please mark that down. I believe it's uh, December 19th is the day we've decided now on a Saturday. Um, and so we would love to have you be a part of that. And then secondly, we want to let you know about uh, something coming up really exciting and special in December. And that's going to be um, our end of year giving. We're going to be... Uh, taking uh, an offering, a special offering above uh, our normal tithes to give towards our next generation fund. We believe that uh, we want to sow into this next generation, into our kids and our in our teen youth programs. And so uh, we would love for you to prayerfully consider how you can be a part of that in the, over the next month um, and what you and your family could give into sowing into the next generation here at Rhythm Church and beyond. And so we just want to let you know about a couple of those things coming up in December. Excited about what God is doing um, and what he's going to do in this next season. Uh, but today, as we are kind of in between uh, series, I wanted to bring to you a message that I felt like the Lord laid on my heart. Uh, if you're watching this on Sunday, uh, today is the actually actually the beginning of kind of a special season um, in the in the church calendar, and it's the season of Advent. Um, we've, we finished Thanksgiving. I hope you had your turkey. I hope it was delicious. I hope you, you know, ate just enough, not too much, but probably we did because that's what we do. Uh, but, but now we're moving into to the next season on our holiday calendar. Um, and, and officially, I want to welcome you into this season. You can now unashamedly start listening to Christmas music. I don't know how you guys feel about it at your home. Uh, in my house, we respect the turkey. We don't start listening for, to Christmas music or start decorating for Christmas until after Thanksgiving is done. But we're excited about it. We're excited that now is the time of the year where we can bust out our decorations, where we can uh, start really thinking and looking forward to Christmas and the time that we get to spend together and, and celebrating and making memories with our children. And so um, we're really excited. And, and, you know, honestly, if you guys wanted to, if you guys started early this year, if you, you started decorating early, you started listening to the songs early, this was the year to do it. So uh, I'm excited. As we, as we move into this next season, I, I really feel like this message is something that God gave me uh, for this for this day and for this season as we get ready for it. And so I want to bring to you a message that I've titled the Christmas playlist um, as just a way to uh, prepare ourselves for, for this next season. So let's pray together and then we'll get into it. Uh, Jesus, we thank you so much for today. God, wherever uh, we are watching this message, Lord, we know that you are with us. God, that you are speaking to us. Lord, so would you help us to hear what you have for us today? Uh, Jesus, to receive from your word uh, encouragement and conviction wherever it's necessary. Jesus, we love you and we celebrate you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. 
So as we kind of gear up for this season uh, and, and we look ahead to the Christmas season or the Advent season, as, as, as Christians have kind of talked about it, we, we want to prepare our hearts for what's coming. And, and the Christmas story is one of those stories that uh, maybe you've heard a lot. Whether you've been in church or you haven't, it's one that it is kind of culturally, uh, we're culturally aware of. Um, and one of the things that always caught me about the Christmas story was, was how so many people missed Jesus. How they, how they could know all the, sto- all the stories that were leading up to his birth, how they could know uh, all of the prophecies, how they could know where it was going to happen, and still they missed it. And I was thinking about that and wondering how so many of us miss Jesus in this season. In this season that is supposed to be a celebration of who he is, of him coming into the world, of, uh, of all that he brought to, to know us and, and to have us and, and, and looking into that season. And yet, so many of us leave this season, go through this season without ever seeing Jesus without ever recognizing him. And so today as we jump into this Christmas playlist, I wanted to give you just two songs, two lyrics from, uh, from a couple of Christmas songs that I think will help get us ready uh, for this season appropriately. And so if you're taking notes, uh, the first lyric that you can write down as we get ready for this Christmas season is to let every heart prepare him room. Let every heart prepare him room. You see, I think that when and that, that, that lyric, so you, in case you don't know, you will because it's the Christmas season. You're going to hear these songs over and over again because it's what we do. Uh, that lyric is from the song Joy to the World. And I think I, I, I picked that because I think that we can miss the joy of this season if we are not ready to see it. We can miss the joy of this season if we're not ready to see it. And we're not ready to see it when we have not prepared room for him. In the Christmas story, Jesus, or Jesus, excuse me, Jesus and Mary, uh, Mary and Joseph show up to the inn and there's no room for Jesus. There's no room uh, for the family. There's no room for them to stay in. And, and again, this, this like always caught me as like, how do they not know that this was coming? How do they not see this on the horizon? And they, they put him outside. But the reason that they didn't see him, the reason was because the inn was full. The inn was full and there were so many other things going on. There were so many things happening around them that, that the city was swelling with people because everybody was coming back for the census, that they, they were too busy to see that, that joy was, that joy desired to be born in their midst. And I think for us, when we don't prepare room for him, our inn can be full. Our inn can be too full to allow Jesus to enter in and allow joy to be born in our life. And so how do we do that? How do we prepare him room? How do we let every heart prepare him room in this season of Christmas? And so I wanted to share, from, uh, share with you a passage of scripture that uh, I, I've, I've read and you've probably read or heard. And um, it's just really interesting to me in light of this, in, in the lens of this Christmas Advent season, listening and reading this passage of scripture. So in Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through 42, it says this. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all of the preparations that had to be made. And she came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. 
Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. And reading that story this week, in, 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 through the lens of this Christmas season, I thought, wow, how many of us show up to the, to the Christmas season as Martha? Just so consumed by the preparation, so consumed by the decorations, so consumed by the calendar, so consumed by everything that goes around it that we miss Jesus in our midst. That we miss an opportunity to sit with our creator, to celebrate who he is and what he's done. And so in this practice of letting every heart prepare him room, I think we need to begin by, by preparing room in our inn. And our inn gets filled in two ways. It gets filled inwardly and it gets filled outwardly. Inwardly, I think we, we don't have room for Jesus when our heart is full of unforgiveness, when it's full of bitterness, jealousy, or envy. In this season, what I believe God wants to do in your life is to bring mercy and grace, forgiveness and healing. We celebrate the, the birth of Jesus and it's the it's and the birth of Jesus brings forgiveness, grace, mercy, new life. And I think that when we when we don't have room in our inn because we've allowed unforgiveness, we've allowed bitterness, we've allowed envy and jealousy to, to live in our heart, we don't have room for joy to be born there. And so this season, friends, would you take the opportunity to begin to clear out some space for Jesus? I think one of the, one of the silver linings of 2020, if there is one, it's that we have really begun to see what is important. We have really begun to see what absolutely matters. And, and, if, and if it hasn't been made clear to you, it's relationships. It's family. It's people. It, it, it's reconciliation. And that's what this season is about. That we were enemies, distant and far from God. And in the middle of that, hope was born. Joy came into our world. And so, friend, we want to make space in our inn for Jesus. We want to make space for joy to be born in our life. And we need to begin by doing that. We need to begin to do that by clearing out what's filling us up. Now, outwardly, our inn is filled, our inn is full. And this one's maybe a little bit easier to see because this one is a little bit more like that Martha attitude or that Martha lifestyle. It's, it's the calendars. It's the holiday parties. It's the presents. It's the decorations. It's the travel. It's all of that stuff that outwardly begins to fill us up. And it takes all of our attention. And before we know it, our inn is so full of things to do that we miss joy wanting to be born in our life. So friend, let me encourage you in this season. Would you make this a season of margin over mania? Would you make this season one of margin over mania? I don't know if you've ever gotten done with Christmas and just thought, I'm so glad that it's over. Man, I think when we feel that way, it's because we have given in uh, to the mania and to the stress and to the anxiety and all the stuff that, that overwhelms us in this season and we miss an opportunity for margin. We miss an opportunity to sit and be with our creator and celebrate this season for what it really is, that hope was born, that joy came into the world to bring healing and love and life. The Bible tells us that Jesus did not come into the world to to condemn it, but rather to save it. We are celebrating the birth of our Savior, not just a baby in a manger, but a God who came to reach and rescue you 
and, and draw you home. Don't get lost in the mania, friend. Make room in your inn for Jesus to come and make his home with you and make his dwelling with you and allow joy and life to enter in this season. Plan your activities and don't overcommit. Learn the art of saying no. I think that that story of Martha, man, she, was, she was so concerned with all of the stuff and consumed by all of the stuff. If she could have just paused, said no to one of those things, and, and spent a, a moment more with Jesus, man, how much, more would that, how much more would that experience have meant to her? And I think, friends, so many of us get caught up in all the, all, all the trappings of the, of the season. And we forget to, to make room in our heart, to prepare our heart for him. And I, I wrote this, this song lyric down um, that, that just spoke to me in, the, in, in light of this. And it's from a song called Springtime. It's by Chris Renzima. And it says this. It says, come tend the soil of my soul in like a garden I will grow. We have to prepare room in our heart and tend the soil of our soul so that as we, as we receive the seed, as we receive the joy, as we receive the hope, man, it will give birth to life in us, friends. But we've got to make room in our hearts. We've got to prepare space for Jesus. So let's decorate. Let's decorate the inside as much as we decorate the outside. Let's prepare our hearts for Christmas as much as we prepare our homes so that we, we can make a space for joy and life to grow. And have you considered that what God wants most this Christmas season is you? What God desires most this Christmas season is you. It's not the perfect picture. It's not the perfect meal. It's not the perfect present. It's not a family that wouldn't be fighting or not talking about politics or what have you, but it's you. It's your heart. It's your focus, it's your attention. Would you make room in your heart for him that he might come and, and, and live inside of you? And then second, the second song I, I want you to think about this season is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Uh, this is another classic Christmas song you'll probably hopefully hear this season, but I hope when you hear it, you hear it with, with new ears this season. I want to read to you from 2 Peter uh, 1, 12 through 15. It says this. Uh, Peter writes, So I will always remind you of these things, and even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have, I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body, because I know that I will soon put it aside, and as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me, and I will make every effort to see that after my departure you will always be able to remember these things. O Come, O Come, Emmanuel is an invitation to, to remember, but also to look forward. To remember and also to look forward. I love that Peter says he's going to remind us of these things. Not only is he reminding you of what happened, but he's waking you up or he's stirring you to what will happen. That song we sing, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and Ransom, O Ransom Israel, is that is this sense that, that we're celebrating that Jesus showed up. We're celebrating his birth. We're celebrating that he did come into the world to, to reach and to rescue, to save the lost. But not just that. We're not just remembering what he did. We're remembering that he promised to do it again. 
We're remembering that, that God came into the world in an unexpected and in a dark moment in history to, to give birth to hope and to give birth to life and to bring joy and possibility in, into the world and that he's going to come again to perfect it, to finish it, to make it whole, to bring justice, to bring healing, to bring life. And we sing that song not just as a, as, as a remembrance, but as a prayer of anticipation. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. God with us. God be with us in this season. See, friends, I think so many of us, we let Christmas pass by only celebrating half the story. We make it all about the baby in the manger. And it is about the baby in the manger. It is about that moment that, that hope was born that the Lamb of God came into the world, but it's also a, a season of anticipation when the Lion of Judah will come back, when our King will return. We don't just, it's not just a, a fun story that we tell our kids or look back on, but it's a, it's a remembering of a promise that he's going to come again. And we anticipate the season. We anticipate uh, celebrating the birth of Jesus, not just because of what happened, but because of what will happen. Uh, so friends, let me encourage you in this season, get into the word. Allow that to stir you up, to, to remind you of what God has done and stir your affections towards what he will do. Isaiah 55, 11 promises us that when we spend time in the word, it never returns void. Would you give some of your margin this season to Jesus? Give him some time. Celebrate what he's done and look forward to what he will do. See, our hope is, is not that our family would share a perfect holiday. One where everybody sits around the table, where they speak sweetly to each other, uh, where they would prefer giving to receiving. That perfect picture is a pale shadow of what is to come. We are anticipating a day when Jesus will come and he will, he will put an end to our suffering. He will put an end to our pain. He will put an end to our anxiety. He will put an end to our depression. He will put an end to death itself. That's what our hope is based on. That's what our hope is founded in. I think sometimes we have a really hard, uh, we have, a lot of us have a really difficult time with this season because it's full of joy and, and everybody's happy and, 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 and we are dealing with so many things inwardly. Maybe you're dealing with the loss of a family member or being separated from people or, or whatever it is that you're dealing with in this season that makes it hard to have joy. Let me remind you, friend, that this isn't just about what, it hap what has happened, but it's also about what will happen. O come, O come, Emmanuel is a prayer of anticipation. It's a, it's a longing for Jesus to return to make things right. When I won't have to deal with all of the ramifications of the sin of this world. When I won't have to deal with the death or the pain or the illness or the cancer or the loss or the betrayal. You see, hope was born in the darkness and in the cold to remind us that there's a new day coming. And so let me remind you today, friend, there is a new day coming when we will sing, O come, O come, Emmanuel, with new voices and new eyes and new ears. And God will be with us and he will restore all things. And so this Christmas season, let's make room in our heart to remember the God that was born, that desires to make his home in us, and that is coming back again. 
I want to read to you as we close here a, a verse from 1 Corinthians. And this is where I feel our, our hope lands this season. 1 Corinthians 15.51 says this, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. And when the perishable puts on the imperishable... And the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, and this is the foundation of our hope, brothers and sisters. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? Friends, this season of hope is far more than about tinsel on a tree. It's the birth of hope. It's the welcoming of joy. And hope in the Christian life is not well-wishing, it's strong confidence. I like to think of it this way, that, that biblical hope or Christian hope is not a coin in a fountain, but an anchor in a storm. Friends, if this season is hard for you, know that you have hope in an Emmanuel that is coming back. And we look back and celebrate what God has done as a marker of the promise of what he will do. Let's prepare him room so that we don't miss Jesus this season, so we don't miss him this Christmas, so that Christmas Day will come and we will be closer to Christ than we are right now. Would you make that your prayer? Jesus, help me to see you in this season. God, allow us to make space for you. Remind us and stir us up, God, that this life isn't it, that we have hope steadfast, strong, anchoring hope that you are coming back in the same way that you came into this world. God, and so let us celebrate that you were born. Let us celebrate joy. Let us celebrate hope. And let us look forward to a day, God, when it will be fulfilled. We love you, Jesus. We thank you so much that you loved us first. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Hey, thanks, friends. I hope you guys were blessed by this. We love you. We'll see you soon.